Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. I hope you're well. I, my voice, I don't know if it sounds a bit weird, kind of lost it a little bit. I can't really project that much. I had quite a fun weekend. I went to a Beyonce concert last night, which is probably why my voice is like this. And I went to a festival the, the night before and I was out the night before. So I really was on a little, little bit of a streak there. And I think following on from my last episode about summer and those changes and coming out of routine, you know, I've had a few more realizations and today is very much just a head dump. I just need to say so many things on my mind. Who knows if there's gonna be like an overarching topic, but I think what's happened is I haven't been in these situations for such a long time. I have not been in social situations or events with this new version of myself. Like we're always constantly evolving and adapting and I just haven't tried experiences like this. And so I just wanna kind of go over a few things that I've experienced, tell you the kind of differences and I don't know, just some things that I'm going through at the moment as well. And like, not all bad, like like I'm actually, I'm doing pretty well. First thing is I have been a little bit frazzled the last couple of days. It's really hard knowing how to balance kind of my in real life stuff and online stuff. The last nine months I, you know, can put, what do you, what do you say, like pat on my back? I don't know. I've been really grinding with like my work stuff online, being consistent and putting in a lot of effort and managing things, managing like the people who work for me, managing myself, getting videos up. And I found a really kind of like nice edge to it. Like, like my platforms are doing well. And then obviously like going into summer, there's more social stuff, but also just more opportunities have been coming to me recently, even in terms of work. And it's like knowing how to do what worked for me in terms of all the online stuff and my video schedule. Not, I don't have a video schedule at all, but just like the amount I was posting and what I was posting, but then actually being genuinely more busy. I'm like, where, where do I find the time to do all the stuff I used to do while also just recovering from the in real life stuff that I'm doing? And basically, like, I, I just want to say I'm so grateful for the opportunities that are coming my way. I think we're always attracting something. Well, we're always attracting stuff that is meant for us where we are. And I think because, you know, this is from past experience, from the way that I've grown, like in myself the last year, I am a lot different socially. And so I can actually on somewhat level understand why more social opportunities are coming to me because I'm ready for it. And like the fact is that we're not always ready for it. And there's always times in our life where sometimes things will come to us and sometimes things won't come to us. And there was probably a reason why the really crazy things that I'd always dreamed of weren't quite coming to me yet was because I wasn't showing almost the universe that I was ready. Whereas like, I think at the moment, like on some level, I'm attracting opportunities to come to me because every time they come, I'm like, yeah, I'm ready for it and I'm turning up and I'm and I'm smashing it. I think that's just like an interesting perspective to have on something. And maybe if opportunities aren't coming to you like that, you can maybe work towards becoming that person who gets those opportunities. And if you are receiving the opportunities, make sure that you're staying in your kind of, in the driver's seat of why you're getting them. And if you see distractions or if you feel like you're coming slightly off path, make sure you check in with yourself of like, do you wanna come away from this or do you wanna keep going? And I don't know if that makes sense, but it's something that I really resonated with recently because I was talking to my therapist this morning and we were basically reflecting on this kind of trend that I have in summer 
and who comes out to play. And it's a very young teenage self of mine who goes, fuck it, let's go wild. And we love that. We love a bit of fun. But the thing is, is I've grown since every previous summer I've ever experienced. And I've put in too much fucking work this last year to go fuck it this summer completely because it's almost this all or nothing part of me that as soon as I step into this summer of going out and friends and just everything's messy and just being out all the time and one thing to the next, not getting too much sleep, going to the gym hungover, like just a bit, a bit, you know, rock and roll. I don't mind it. Like, no, I do. I like it to an extent, but previously I would just drop everything else and just run with it. But I've put in, as I've said, I've put in too much work this last year to do that again. And I've grown so much from it. And we were basically talking about balancing that younger teenage self that wants to go out and have fun, but also the adult self within me that's like, okay, but like I'm in the driver's seat. My adult self has goals, has career goals, has personal development goals and just dreams. And I can't just say fuck it for three months while summer's going on. And I have to keep in check with myself. I have to keep myself on somewhat like an energetically good level. And so, yeah, we were talking about that and it just made so much sense. And she was like, there's an element of not entertaining, but providing that teenage self some fun. So not saying, no, you can't have any fun this summer, but also not letting her then do a five day bender. Do you know what I mean? Like there's that balance element of it. And it was because it came up because I was basically so shattered this morning because I basically told her like the last two weeks, it would be like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I'd be doing my work, gym and stuff. And then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I would kind of be off on one. I would just be like, go, go, go all day in terms of like social and stuff. But what that means is that on Monday, I'm recovering. On Tuesday, I'm recovering. On Wednesday, I feel good. And I'm a bit more like, I can maybe actually go on a run. Um, I can put some effort into my gym workouts. I'm feeling good, I can get more work done. Same for Thursday. And then I go out again, which to be fair, I don't think it's just a problem for myself. I think actually a lot of people who are kind of in this like weekly cyclic pattern of working Monday to Thursday and then, you know, going out for drinks Friday, Saturday, Sunday to only recover. And that's why you maybe find it so hard to like push the boat forward with your career or your studies because like you're always on a recovery loop. Just have to be way more careful of like, how low I let my battery level go because I understand how long it takes me to basically get charged up. And when I say how long, we'll be like one or two days. But then if I'm going out again in one or two days, like I just need to balance it a little bit more and plan in like, right, I'm gonna go out then or I'm gonna go to this festival and actually prioritize the activities that I really, really enjoy. So for example, I love dancing at festivals. Like it's just my thing and so, I'm just gonna like chuck a load in the calendar, look forward to them, go on a few like social, maybe like run clubs, have a few like nights out and stuff, but not, I don't, I don't essentially wanna get in a pattern of working hard Monday to Thursday and like being super strict with myself, or well, not super strict, but just like super productive with the thought of like, yeah, but I can really let go Friday, Saturday. Do you know what I mean? Like I, if I can, I don't think that's great for me. Now, I'm not saying if you're doing that, it's bad. It may be working for you. But for me, 
I think when I make one thing like a bad thing, like, okay, you need to work hard now so you can play hard at the weekend. That's when I get a little bit sidetracked because I don't know, it causes this like a bit of rivalry between the two sides of myself. Like, oh, do I want to work or do I want to like, do you know what I mean? Have fun and stuff. And it's like, no, I want a blend within my life. I also think it doesn't allow me to be in the present moment because if I'm working hard in the week to look forward to like let go of everything at the weekend. But like, I am saying this all within reason of like, I'm still highly looking forward to, like I love a little night out, like I love that. And I'm still gonna be doing stuff weekly. Don't get me wrong. I just, I realized I can't do four days in a row and then try work on the Monday. Like I just can't, like it's actually quite hard. So it's just balancing that too. And also on a general, I just need to get really organized. Like if I want to have this fun summer while basically what I talked about with my therapist is that I've never had a summer where I've kept on track. And I don't just mean like fitness at all. Like I, in fact, probably fitness is the only thing that actually runs through summer because I love being active in the summer. But like the last couple of years, like I would literally say fuck it to every other part of my life and I would just go ham with summer. And so we were talking about it like, oh my God, this is actually quite exciting to fully balance work mode Anna with party Anna. We, I've never done that before. So I'm gonna give you updates every week how I'm doing, cause I might learn something new, but yeah, that's basically, that's basically where my head's at with that stuff. Anyways, swiftly moving on. Something I wanna talk about, kind of random. Well, actually it's not random, I've talked about it before is clothes. I think I talked about this on my last podcast, definitely. I had another situation, which I thought I would share with you. And you may or may not have seen it on my Instagram stories, but I was going to a Beyonce concert yesterday and I was quite triggered before anyways, like in my day, I think I was frazzled from like my nights out. Oh, there was also some stuff that happened at a festival, which I also want to talk to you about, which I need to remember to talk about. Anyways, I was a little bit frazzled, a little bit triggered in the morning. And I was kind of procrastinating in the day. And then it got to a point where like, I had to leave her Beyonce. I didn't have an outfit. And so I was like, putting up on my stories, like, oh my God, I don't know what to wear, blah, 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 blah. I was getting quite stressed. I thought I had to look a certain way because I was basically going with Instagram, which was so crazy. Like, sorry, what? Sorry, what? Like invited to a Beyonce concert. Yeah, yeah, I can't rationalize that. I just kind of felt really nervous because I was, not really nervous. I think I was just fretting about my outfit because I knew there was gonna be loads of social media girlies with perfect outfits that no stress. Whereas in reality, we probably all stress about it a little bit. And I was trying to wear something. I had what I wanted to wear, like jeans and a tube top, but I thought, no, I need to wear something different. And I was almost like fighting myself. And in the end, I just wore what I was comfortable in. And I know I talked about this last time again, like it is so important guys to, really wear what you feel comfortable in because when you feel hot in what you're wearing, even if that version of hot is a toned down version, let me explain that. You might think the hottest version is gonna be where, um, you may think the hottest version of yourself is the lowest cut top, right? Cleavage showing. But if you don't feel as confident in it as a top that's covering a little bit more, you won't feel more confident in it and you won't feel as hot. So I think that's what I was having. I was like, oh no, this top is really hot, the more showy off one. But I actually felt a lot more confident just cause how it was feeling. I felt like I could dance in a different top that was slightly more covering. And so I left the house feeling more hot 
So that's what I meant. Like sometimes what you think looks less hot because it will make you feel more confident. That's what you should go with. I really, really hope that makes sense. It's funny that, you know, even last week when I had that realization, when I was going to like the pub garden thing and I didn't know what to wear and then I ended up wearing like just the baggiest top and shorts and I actually felt really comfortable. But with the Beyonce, I just didn't think the same realization applied because I was like, no, this is different. This is a Beyonce concert. This isn't the pub, Anna. You can't just wear whatever. So I think it's just showing me time and time again, no, you can keep turning up as yourself. Alongside that, I also wanna prepare for things more. I, I think there's an element of, I'm not gonna say self-sabotage. It's like, okay, I wanna talk about it. So I previously said that clothes have always been a struggle for me and money was a big barrier. Growing up, didn't have the most amount of money so I couldn't just have like whatever was trending at the time. Or like my mum just wouldn't buy me like the shoes that everyone was wearing or the jeans, do you know what I mean? And so I grew up with that as a barrier. But the thing is, if I'm being honest, money is not a barrier at the moment and I'm so grateful that it isn't. And I just feel, yeah, I feel very grateful for my job and everything. And I can completely understand if money is still a barrier for you and trust me when I know how it feels. But what is interesting is that, okay, so, if money isn't a barrier, then on somewhat level, something is still going on. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but it's almost like this is such like a core wound for my younger self that I'm almost reliving it and I'm almost continuing it on. But like, I don't, like, as I said, money isn't a barrier. And so like, there is that room to go out and just buy the clothes that I need for events or, having options which is a very fair enough thing to do when your job is quite literally like turning up to events and different things and if I want those opportunities I've got to be somewhat prepared for it and so I don't know exactly if this will resonate with some of you guys because obviously this is quite like a personal experience but I always want to keep you guys in the loop and so I guess the other little barrier is like sometimes not knowing what I want to wear. But I basically think I'm just going to put a little bit more effort into basically getting some options. Because I don't know if you guys have realized, but I wear the same clothes like all the time. I wear all my Gymshark stuff. And then in terms of like my own clothes, like I have just, I just have a few options and I just re-wear them. And then sometimes I buy new things and sometimes I go shopping. But even when I do go shopping, I never really buy things that like completely match. So I always have like mismatched things. But I basically, I'm just putting it out there that I wanna put a little bit more effort in terms of finding some clothes so I can basically reduce that stress. And I do wanna say like, you don't have to have a crazy amount of money to do that. So if you kind of resonate with everything so far and you're like, yeah, like I always stress about outfits, but I'm just not one to go and get stuff like go charity shopping. I don't know how many clothes I've got that are like my absolute staples from charity shopping and they'd literally be like four pounds or something. So. That's like the other side of it. Like I really want people to understand that you do not need high priced designer clothes in order to be fashionable. You can quite literally like go to a charity shop, you can get staples, like you can do that. But I just wanna, I wanna invite you on this journey with clothes. It's kind of like a weird, it's a weird thing of mine, like a weird core wound. I think everyone has those different core wounds and one of mine is clothes. So I'm also gonna stop repeating the word or the phrase I'm not, fashionable because that's something I like to say and if you find yourself repeating things like oh I'm not good with names or oh I'm really bad at maths or I'm really bad at public speaking or I'm not smart or I'm not athletic 
you do realize you are somewhat manifesting that. Like you are repeating that limiting belief and you're keeping it alive. And so me repeating, I'm not fashionable. Like I'll say it on a video so people know that I'm not, that I know that I'm not fashionable. But obviously like, fuck you, Anna. Like sometimes you are. <laughs> Just sometimes you also don't have options. And I think that's why I will say to people like, oh yeah, like I'm not good at public speaking so that they know that if we mess up, then, then it's not their fault. And I think we're doing more injustice to ourselves than we are protecting ourselves from other people. Like people really don't care. And so, yeah. And I used to say that a lot about events. I used to say I hated events. I used to say I didn't like, you know, like talking to people in that way. And now like, I love events. I love turning up as myself. I love chatting to people. And it's so crazy how much has basically changed within those situations. Now, I was talking earlier about basically how I haven't experienced summer situations in my new self of mine. And I wanna go into one of them especially. And what I'm gonna go into is men. <laughs> now, not just men, but like, I basically went to a festival on Saturday and I hadn't been to a festival since like, like a whole year, right? So a lot of self growth has happened and I was having a really good time, but I noticed something and I realized like, oh my God, you didn't used to do this. Like, this is a new thing. And obviously when you work on yourself and you become more grounded in yourself and you become more confident in yourself, you are different to be around. You are in a good way. And what was coming up, right? I was like with a lot of guys, like I knew, I saw some of my ex-boyfriend's friendship group, which was also my friendship group. I saw some guys from the running club that like I'm, gonna join slash I've been out with them and stuff. I saw some of like some colleagues, like it was, it was like, it was weird. Like there's just so many like different groups of guys. And when I was like interacting with like new guys and stuff, just like obviously like in a friendly way, I had never realized like how weird guys interact with you and just like how much shit they say and like low key pull you down, but it's their way of interacting. And like, there was just so many interactions and I didn't even realize what was happening until one of the guys said it, but obviously, if a guy gives me shit, I give them shit back. And I didn't used to do that. Like if a guy had said something like slightly mean or like, oh, so you're a CrossFitter? And I'd be like, uh, no, like I, I just joined a, I just joined a CrossFit um, activity just now, but I, I'm not a CrossFit, like that's what I'd say. And I'd be like, now I just give them shit back. I'd be like, shut the fuck up. I'm not a CrossFitter firstly, but also you wish that you could do half the things I could do. Like I generally give boys shit back. You just have to, you gotta be alpha. Well, I am anyways. <laughs> and so like the whole like day, I'm like interacting with people as casual, like as normal as I am. Like I didn't even realize what I was doing. And I was sitting down eating chicken, three of my friends from like random places. And one of the guys, and I actually rated him for saying this, because I was having full on like, like I was just speaking shit back to one of these guys. And he was like, oi, she really doesn't take it, does she? And I go, of course not. Why would I let shit get, like, why would I let you get to me? Not even get to me, but like, you don't get the last word. <laughs> and he was like, I rate that you give it back. And it was almost like, fuck yeah. Like there's so many times us girls don't give it back. Cause we're afraid that we're gonna like put men in their place. But as we should, as we fucking should. And it like, holds so much power and you don't even realize how many times you have to give it back to them. No wonder previous versions of myself were knocked down by men because even if they were like, oh, so you go gym every day, I would be like, uh, like, well, no, not every day. Or like, uh, maybe like, 
yeah, but I like it. And then they'd be like, oh, right. Well, we know like what type of girl you are. Do you know what I mean? And, and then I would take it and I would genuinely get offended. Now, oh my God, I see everything as protections. Like if someone gives me shit about something, I know it's all on them, but also like, I will only give it back to you. Like basically the people that are doing it to me are little shitheads. Actually, they're not always little shitheads, but like, I will give it back to you, especially if you're a guy, like I will give it back to you. And the best part about it is that when I left each conversation, I didn't have anxiety about anything. I didn't overthink anything. I, I wasn't offended by the conversation because genuinely stuff wasn't getting to me. It was almost, you know what it is? It's when you really know who you are and what you're doing and you're confident in yourself and you believe in yourself and you're so sturdy in the ground, you've almost got roots coming out your feet, going into the ground, this is who I am. When people say shit to you, you're just like, you can't knock me down, I'm a hundred year old tree. You're gonna need like a bloody, a big thing, like a big ax, not even a big ax, that won't do. But do you know what I'm kind of like getting at? Like, it's not about getting mad at the people around you or controlling the people around you or saying that everybody, every guy in the world is a bad person or everything like that. It's like, let's just focus on getting so confident in ourselves that that stuff doesn't even touch the sides. Also within that, it wasn't like I was having loads of like ratty conversations. Like I was actually having like funny, it was almost like this is the way that some guys just kind of like talk or whatnot. And like, I was actually able to have some really funny conversations and get on with some guys in a different way. And I think that different way is like actually being a friend because I feel like Obviously there's that element of when you have a crush on someone, you want to stay and you're like, your little girly kind of like, ah, oh. but like, because my intentions wasn't to get with every single person there, like it wasn't to get with anyone. Like I was just there to have a good time. It's almost like you suddenly don't care what people think of you. When you don't see yourself as like something to be got with, like, oh, my aim of tonight is to be like with someone or something. And you're just there to have a good time. And if you do, then you do. You suddenly are more yourself and less adaptive to other people. And I ended up having like fucking wrestling fights with some of the guys because they were like giving me like a bit of like, oh, and I was like, yeah. And then like had some really funny like situations and stuff. So there is good to come out of it as well. And to guys, it was just so nice to be able to like dance at the festival. And I realized like, it's actually one of my favorite things to do. And I've talked about it on my spam TikTok. It's called Not Anna Arch Fitness. I might change it because like, there's an element of me just wanting an account that's just, Anna Archer, like I am Anna Archer. I don't have to be not Anna Archer fitness. I have basically talked about the fact that I want to be really good at shuffling. And I think it's such a cool thing to do at like raves and festivals and stuff. And so I'm going to try learn. You can literally get a high off dancing. Um, and I definitely do. And it doesn't mean that I don't like drink and stuff and whatnot, but I was definitely having like my best times at the festival when I was just like so in my groove. So that is another thing like don't ever be afraid of dancing in front of people and i have found such a joy of getting other people to dance with me and you realize like everybody wants to dance i'm quite an out there dancer so i feel like when you are out there you give people almost the 
permission to be out there themselves, which is such a lovely gift to have. Because when I'm dancing out there, I can tell that like, I'll grab someone's hand and like, get a girl to like dance more with me. And suddenly she's got the biggest smile on her face and she's really enjoying herself. And I'm like, yes, that's what we love. And I'll just do like silly dances with people. And even the guys are like, have a bit more of a boogie. Don't get me wrong, like lots of people out there like to dance and stuff. I'm not saying I'm a fucking magic man and I get people that are not dancing, dancing. But like, it is so nice to give other people that permission to dance a bit bigger. Cause I think sometimes we like to contain ourselves. And one thing I'd like to say for the girlies is let yourself be free and not perfect. This is not me putting down anyone at all. In fact, no wonder you guys look really cute at the end of the night and maybe I don't, but like, you don't have to touch yourself up all the time in terms of like makeup and you don't have to fix your hair. You don't have to be standing perfectly. You don't have to tuck your belly in. You don't, you don't have to be perfect, guys. I just wanna let you guys know, you don't have to be perfect. If you're at a party, you're at a festival, you're allowed to just get into it. Like, I honestly just, I used to care. Like, I remember I used to like get pictures at a festival and I would check straight away what I looked like to see if I was acceptable. When I looked back at some of the pictures, I honestly was like, oh my God, but I just couldn't care. Like I, I saw like the day after and I was like, I just don't care. Cause I had a good time in the present moment. And if I want to dance for four hours straight and not go and look in the mirror once on my camera, I'm gonna do that. And you can too, like you can just, you can just be young, wild and free. We can be young, wild and free together. Swiftly moving on to quite the opposite. We're gonna talk about some fitness things. I don't normally talk too much about my fitness stuff. Well. I guess I, no, I don't. I think cause I'm always like kind of making YouTubes and stuff and also like TikTok stuff, but I might as well just like lay it out on here. Let's talk about running to start with. So after half marathon, super inspired and it definitely has like made me feel more athletic. I've done my first track session. I did my first run club session. I'm training like a little bit more athletic within my gym sessions itself. But in terms of my running plan and following my runner running plan, I haven't been quite on track and it is genuinely because I've just been busy. So I just kind of, I guess, wanted to share just in case you're going through the same thing and you're on a running plan and you're like, oh my God, am I the only one who can't keep on it? And like, sometimes it's just the way of life. And I think last week I did two of my runs, but I didn't do like one of my runs. And then this week I was supposed to be doing a 16 kilometer run today. Um, I just got out of bed yawning. Like, no, not just now, but like, I just about managed to get out of bed. And I was like, there's no way I can do a 16 kilometer run. Now I was supposed to, I was last minute called up for a shoot this evening, but it just got canceled. So, and it was supposed to be like a staying over the night one. So I actually do have time tomorrow. So I might try do it tomorrow, but there's just an element of like managing the going out stuff and then recovering and then being able to do runs and then also like not exerting my energy too much and then being able to like do the runs and everything. And basically I've got like a 10K race in a month, which is super exciting, but there's that element of me that wants to fully commit and make myself proud. And I think that does actually override, okay, maybe not completely override because obviously I'm like, no, but it's summer and I want to have fun. But using my adult brain, I know for a fact that I'm gonna feel very, very proud on the 10K race day when I know that I've put an effort. So maybe that was just a little realization right now that I've had that I actually do wanna put more running effort in terms of actually turning up to do my runs and making sure I get that recovery, making sure, you know, I'm stretching and everything. So that was just like letting you know about the running. Another thing, I've started eating way more protein, which I'm really proud of myself. and. 
it's such a weird thing, which is kind of why I wanted to talk about it. And it's on the topic of like eating disorders. So obviously I used to have an eating disorder about two and a half years ago. And I only ate high protein. I like, I only ate high protein. I used to like have a complete fear of carbs. Obviously I've been through my recovery and I'm genuinely, genuinely, and I was talking to my therapist about this, so past it, like so past it. I wouldn't be able to turn up on a podcast and talk about life realizations if I was still struggling with so much eating stuff. Like you just wouldn't. I would be talking about the eating stuff or like I would just be in a different place. And so I just want to say that as kind of like, guys, I am still your safe space. I'm still your safe space. Don't you worry. But within that, I've had a bit of like a turnaround. So going from like recovering from an eating disorder, I've become very, very comfortable with eating carbs, with eating everything as I fucking should. Repeat after me, as you should. (laughs) But it came to a point where I basically realized the last month that it was actually going the other way. And like, it was coming to a point where I wasn't looking after my body in terms of, I wasn't giving myself much protein. I wasn't giving myself much time to have proper like protein filled meals. And so on one half, I am so proud of myself and like younger versions of myself wouldn't wouldn't even understand how I'd be so okay for like not eating as much protein and stuff. So I am, I guess it's a moment of growth to be able to like not stress out about that. And so, and, and within that, it is so beneficial because if I do go out for a night out or if I am with friends or if I'm in any social situation, if I want to have the burger and fries, I'll have it. If I want the pizza, I'll have it. If I want all carbs, I'll have it. And I won't stress a single bit. If I want to have a bowl of chips, I'll have it because I genuinely do it in my own personal space and house, (laughs) right? It's like what you practice in your own home, you're able to do stress-free in social situations. So that is great. But I basically realized like, it is actually an element of self-care providing myself with protein, bro, as you should, like you're training hard. And so I'm not saying this in any way that I'm cutting my carbs. In fact, they're staying the same. I've just upped my protein. So if anything, I've upped my whole, my whole like dietary, I'm not on a diet at all, but do you know what I mean? Like I've upped all my food and I'm basically just putting in way more. Okay, I say way more. I've gone from two eggs to three eggs <laughs> in the morning. I'm not letting it slide anymore. I like two weeks ago, I just have oats for dinner because my ADHD side of my brain wouldn't cook when I was not hungry so then I would leave myself to get super hungry and then it'd be too little like I would be hungry within one minute and within that minute I'd need food straight away so I'd put a two minute bowl of oats on so I could eat and I could not give myself 20 minutes to make a meal I couldn't give myself 10 minutes to cook a piece of meat so that's what I'm trying to explain is like I'm so proud of myself for coming to the place that I am that I'm okay with it proud of myself but also in a self-care aspect I got to be giving that to myself. And so that's what I've been doing the last kind of week. And it's made me feel really good. The last three days wasn't too great. Um, Obviously just been out a bit more, but that's all right too. And like, it's so good that I don't stress about that because there's the other side of like, when you are saying like, oh yeah, I'm doing this for self-care, but then you like have a meltdown when you do anything of that. I think there's room to kind of grow within that situation and look at yourself and be honest with yourself and say, okay, so... I say I'm doing all of this for self-care. I'm having my green juice, I'm going to the gym, I'm eating my protein, I'm self-care, self-care, I'm a wellness girly. But then you don't let yourself go out and like not be on track for a couple of days and, and you don't let yourself have a couple of days off the gym and without like being stressed. So it's like taking a look at yourself and being like, okay, I want 
both sides. You know, that's what we're aiming for, right? We're aiming for both. What else have I changed with my fitness stuff? Not really too much. Like I think I said on my last episode, naturally just walking more because firstly, so many more social interactions. So you naturally just walk to places and stuff. And I'm getting a lot more sunshine, which I think is making me happy. And you know what's nice is not actually like purposely tanning too much, but like actually just being outside. And like, I'm just in a sports bra and shorts all the time, like all the time. Um, so firstly, if you're scared of being in a sports bra and shorts, just do it, girl, just do it. Um, like, I don't need to remind you guys, but maybe I do. We are in our own worlds. You are the main character. Anyone who judges you, it's their own shit. And so if you're judging yourself, if you're thinking other people are judging you, it's just you. And you have full capability of not doing that. But like within saying that, there is always deeper stuff. And so it's just not as easy to say, oh yeah, just get rid of all your fucking limiting beliefs. Like I still have some limiting beliefs, but that's why I have therapy like twice a week now. Therapy is probably one of the biggest investments in your mental health, especially if you've been through trauma. And a lot of the time we don't even know we've been through trauma, which is the crazy part. So that's just other side note. Next thing I want to talk about is something that happened today. I'm just gonna let you in because you guys are my besties anyways. And it's tactical of me not to put this at the beginning because if you're still listening now, you're clearly listening. Do you know what I mean? You're clearly here for the long run. And so I let you in on my tea. Better not share my tea. I'm joking. You can have a sip if you want. Anyways, guys, basically, <laughs> I really hope he doesn't listen to this, but I've had a gym crush and never interacted with him. I like, like he, like he's very in his zone when he works out. But so am I. So I almost rated that more. Do you know what I mean? Like when I can tell like a guy is always looking at me, it actually like puts me off just a smidge. Like, yes, give me some signs that you like me, but like too much. And clearly you're not focused on your workout. Like I like a focused person. Anyways, long story short, flirting advice from Anna Archer herself. Last week, I, after not interacting with this person ever, in the seven months that I've seen him at my gym. He was whacking out and I was like, this, this, is, this is your time to shine. And one thing I wanna say is like, I love letting the universe do its thing. I really do. And I think within that, you have to give the universe something to work with, right? So when you have small opportunities like meeting someone at a coffee shop and like commenting on their dog or like saying hi to the barista or, if you're out shopping, like, or if you're sat next to a train and you make a joke, like, I always think you have to open yourself up on some level. You are not gonna find, like, the person that you're looking for. It's not just gonna come out of your ass if you stay in your bubble your whole life. Like, you have to have some sort of interactions to work with. Anyways, so, <laughs> I'm in the gym and I see him do, like, weighted pull-ups. And I thought, Anna, if there's any time to go up to him, it's gonna be now. And so, he stopped doing his weighted pull-ups and I, a very, I thought of this tactically and it was a very good way in. And I was like, right, I'm gonna use this belt as my way in. And I was like, I'm just gonna ask him if it's the gyms, right? Like, oh, you just clearly used a belt. Is that the gym? Do you know what I mean? Can I use it? So I went up to him and I was like, hiya, random question. Um, is that like the gym's belt or like, is it? And before I could say, is it yours? He was like, oh no, it's mine. And I was like, oh, okay, no worries then. He was like, do you wanna use it? And I was like, oh, no way. <laughs> obviously knowing what I was doing. And I was like, oh yeah, like, okay, yeah, cool, thanks. 
Um, then we had like a tiny little bit of convo. And actually he gave me a little bit of sass, I won't lie. I was like, I tried to make a bit of convo. So I was like, oh, how much do you think I could do? And I think he was just confused why I was talking to him. <laughs> he was just like, uh, oh, I don't know. And I was like, I think I could do 10 kg. And he literally straight up was like, oh, I don't know about that. And I was like, well, then I'm gonna fucking do it. Like I was giving shit. Like it was almost like I was giving shit to the bloody gym crash I had. So nice way in. Anyways, I did 10 kg pull-ups. I looked over him, I was like, oh, did you see that? He was like, yeah, well done. I was like, cool. Left that interaction and I was like, oh, you know, maybe one more interaction like next month or something. <laughs> Anyways, I saw him today again. Guys, I, I can't quite tell you like the conversation we had, like, it was from something else involving other people. Like there was like a mutual and then we were like, oh my God, and then whatever. But like, guys, <laughs> I'm getting all weird about it. But like, we low-key got on and we chatted for like quite a long time. And I didn't actually know where like the conversation was going at the beginning because we were talking about this mutual thing and it was just like, whatever. But then near the end, I was like, I was actually like sussing out the vibe and I was like, oh shit, Hannah, like you did it. like. <laughs> He, he joked, like, I, I, kid, I kid you not, like I could not have guessed it because of just like the way that he was in the gym, like he's so focused and everything. And he literally was like, yeah, like he joked about me being his gym crush. I was like, shut up, all right, okay then. We've got something to work with. I didn't tell him I, like he was my gym crush. I'll, let, I'll keep him guessing. And I really hope he doesn't listen to my podcast. But, um, and then he asked for my number. <laughs> I was like, yeah, boy, <laughs> yeah. So I just thought I'd let you guys in. That's why like, I stay off Hinge personally, because I like natural interactions. I like like finding people naturally. And it's so funny because I kid you not, this morning when I was talking about my therapist, talking about my weekend, I was saying that I, hadn't, I haven't been single since two years. Like, I haven't been summer Anna single for two years. And every year before that, I'm quite wild. And I have my ways of like getting with men and stuff. And that sounds really wrong, but just in a way of like, basically like if I had a crush with someone in a group or like if I found someone hot, like I would almost know how to get with them at the end of the night. And it sounds fucking weird, but I don't even know. Like one of the skills I picked up from a young age, that sounds even weirder. Anyways, what I'm trying to say was because I've grown a lot since that version of myself, a lot of my old little tricks don't align with me anymore. And that's not the way that I wanna be like presented. And that's not the way that I wanna interact with men anymore. And so I was saying to her that this weekend, I didn't struggle because it wasn't my absolute like goal of the going out to get with people. But I definitely realized that like, I can't interact with the average man in the way that I used to because it just doesn't sit with me anymore. And so it was just kind of like telling that to my therapist. I was like, I don't know how to be single this way because, and what I mean by that is like, obviously when you've like, I've grown to a certain extent in myself where like I respect myself and I respect my body. And if you're a guy, you don't get to touch me up on the dance floor like that. Whereas I used to like, yeah, you used to do that. And then we'd probably end up going off with each other at the end of the night, but you don't get to do that with me anymore. I guess it's just kind of like, it's a new experience, but yeah, like, it's it's nice. It was so weird that like I was talking about that this morning and then today it was like so natural the way that things kind of came around. So yeah, I've let you into my love life. There we go. You can have it. But I'm joking. Like I'm just I'm just sharing things on the way. Just sharing things on the way. Also something that I, I watched a TikTok and it was like 21 things I've learned before whatever. And this girl said so much truth. She was like, 
she was basically explaining that she was one of those girls that would like, as soon as like she has a vibe with a guy, she'll give them girl, like she'll give them girlfriend material. And I am like that as well. Like as soon as I vibe with someone, I'm committed. I'm all theirs or like I'll only be with them in that way. But what I'm trying to say is like, I want to be very aware of myself having like what dynamics I'm having with people and not giving them everything straight away. Because what happens is, is if you give someone girlfriend material straight away, they're very likely to almost, some will, some will want to jump. Like I've had times where like, let's say with Max, my ex-boyfriend, we very much went into that straight away and we actually dated. Whereas there's been other times in the past where I will give a guy like girlfriend material, like, do you know I mean like, we'll, we'll spend loads of days together and like, I'll, I'll just be with them and hanging around with them all the time and whatnot. And then like one month later, they'll be like, no, no, I don't want a relationship. And I'll be like, so heartbroken. I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, I thought that's where we were going. I'd be so confused. And it was like, Firstly, Anna, you probably didn't listen to them when they said they don't want a relationship. I always saw it as like, oh, I can fix that. I'll just be the best girlfriend ever and then I'll fix that. Let me tell you now, oh my God, I could, if only I could scream this down the mic. If a guy says they don't want a relationship right now, please listen to it. You can't change it. Keep being yourself, keep turning up as yourself. But I really wouldn't take it on as a challenge. In fact, respecting that boundary and like not acting like a relationship may shift their brain in a way of like, oh, actually I do want them more than just sex or I do want them more in that way. And like, I actually wanna have that relationship side. But if they say, I don't want a relationship and you give them sex and girlfriend material, they're getting the best of both worlds. The best of both worlds. Then you're so confused why they don't want a relationship is because you're already giving it to them. So they get the pleasure of not being committed, but also getting the comfort and love that they're getting from you, right? So that's the one thing I've learned is like, whatever I go into next, Lord, am I taking it slow? And also I am setting up what I want for the future. And what I mean by that is the boundaries that I want later on is what I'm gonna start with now. I am again, one of those girlies that will, I can be driven, I can be focused with my time, but suddenly if a guy comes in, oh, I'll just spend all my time with you. Like, I'll just, oh, work, what is that? I don't know, I'll just spend three days straight with you. Like, I won't be stressed, but as soon as you leave, I'll be really stressed about all the work I have to do. But I, I won't respect my own boundaries that I have with myself. Whereas now, like, I'm so dedicated to whatever I get into to continue to have my boundaries. Like, no, I won't text you in the day if I'm busy and I'll meet up with you when I can. And if I have work priorities, they're gonna come first. So that if anything does go further, that's a standard and not a new boundary that I have to put in. So yeah, just thought, you know, it's always worth sharing almost that side because it's nothing to be ashamed of if you like straight away go into girlfriend mode or give someone everything. It's just, it's growth. We're just realizing stuff about ourselves. Also, I don't think I want a boyfriend. So I'm saying this, like this stuff, but like, I think it's also good to notice like where you're at in life and how much time you have and what you want and whether you wanna be single and you're allowed to do what you want to do. I don't think I've ever slowed down something on my own account. I think if I've liked a guy and I wanna be with them or like I'm attracted to them on some level and they like me at the start too. <laughs> I say like me at the start, but like if we have a vibe, 
I will completely forget about my priorities in life and what I wanted a week ago and how I want my life. Do you know what I mean? And so I think this is a lot of growth in itself to be able to go, okay, like we're actually gonna take things slow or just we're gonna continue doing me. So yeah, anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed that little, you know, different side to Inside Anna's Mind. Let me know how you found it in the podcast. I obviously trust all of you. Again, I wouldn't share anything I wouldn't want. I'm not gonna say wouldn't want shared, but I'm just opening up about my life as you do. I hope you guys are well. I am sending so much love. What do I have going on this week? Alex is gonna come to London, which will be fun. We're gonna spend a few days. We've got meetings and stuff. And basically the week after, oh my God, I can tell you guys. I am firstly gonna have, I've got some Gymshark shoots at the beginning of the week, but the, at the end of the week on the 18th of June, I am gonna be holding an event in Manchester. So if you're a Manchester girly and you wanna come to an event, you can come, I so say you can come, like there's gonna be tickets put up on my page. So keep your eyes peeled for that very exciting it's gonna be like a self-love summer vibe yeah it's gonna be really fun it's gonna be my own Anna Arch fitness event like that will be my first ever one like created you know what I mean so yeah I'm gonna love and leave you and I'm gonna conquer my day and yeah I hope you guys have an amazing week and I will see you guys next Tuesday bye